Welcome back to another episode of Dementicast. I am your host, as always, the Nomad Gamer, joined by my co-host, Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm actually doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I got one more day of work, and then I'm on vacation mode. Vacation time. I know that's right. Yep. I'm going to go down to Dallas, hang out with a bunch of nerd people in the convention hall. It's going to be a blast. And you're going to see um, the the Grand Trilogy, the Trinity? The Trinity, my holy trinity of um, Star Wars being Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. They were, Anakin and Obi-Wan were just announced today. Um, so. Oh, cool. That was a, that was a very nice surprise. It's good to see people going out. Hopefully people will wash themselves and use a lot of hand sanitizer because the stereotype of people in conventions. Yeah, I will say I went I went last year in like September for Dallas Fan Expo and people seemed to genuinely like one, keep their distance, wear their mask, um, wash their hands. But you always have your outliers, unfortunately. That's why we're still sitting here and we're still in the midst of COVID. And just because you don't see it every day doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So uh, make sure you, you know, you're you're wearing your mask when you need to. You're washing those hands. Uh, just putting your hands on the water with soap on it and then rinsing it. That's not washing your hands. Actually get in there and wash your fucking hands. And wash your ass. And wash your ass. That might be our first shirt, our first t-shirt we sell. It's just wash your ass. Yes, wash your ass. If you must. If you musty. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. We have two solid t-shirt ideas now. Um, <laughs> yeah. As I said, this is a new episode of Dementicast. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. We have a ton of news to get through. Uh, a ton of topics to get through. Uh, my opening statement, I will just, as always, tell you guys, if you enjoy the show, please, please uh, rate us five stars on both Apple and Spotify. It really does help us out. It helps us grow, bring new listeners. And who knows, maybe when we start bringing new listeners, we can... Not only get some ads, but and make some moolah, but we might be able to get attract some uh, bigger people on and get them on as guests. Yeah, I'm, we're working to get some big guests on the show, and I'll probably mention it as we talk on one of the comments. I mean, <laughs> dang it, one take Drake, one take Drake. Um, when we go to one of our talking. Yeah, I uh, I want to. There, there's there's somebody I want to get back on the show, but we'll get to that in the gaming section of today's episode. Yes, and we have so many game announcements. Just today alone, there were so many. <sighs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. But uh, opening conversations. Uh, this just happened as we are getting ready in to record. Ubisoft has announced that tomorrow at 9 a.m. PST, specific standard time for all you slow motherfuckers out there, uh, 
they will be doing a celebration stream for Assassin's Creed specifically. Uh, they didn't say or announce like what to expect from the show, uh, but a lot of outlets and a lot of people are leading to think that we will get our first look at their AC Infinity project, which was like this weird kind of uh, games as a service style Assassin's Creed game. Uh, so a lot of people are suspecting we will finally get to see what what AC Infinity really will be. Yeah. Oh, it, it's going to be hilarious to find out if it's a mobile game. Right. So hard if it's a mobile game. Could you imagine? <laughs> Twitter would have a field day. Oh man, so many jokes, and it's like, oh, we got our old Minneapolis on our phones. <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, that'll be coming tomorrow. Uh, Aaron, do you have any expectations for this? Are you a big Assassin's Creed fan? Um, I played Assassin's Creed up until Black Flag, and I kind of just drop off because Desmond's dead. Spoilers for three. And it I mean, that's kinda... a 10-year-old game at this point. Yeah, and... Um... And the story kind of just stops at the 2012, and then it starts. And then I got lost, and I was like, uh, I just need a good hard reset, or just a protagonist that I actually like." I would, I would highly recommend at least picking up Origins. Oh yeah, Origins is very cheap now. Yeah, I don't. Have it's also, to... it's also on Game Pass. Something we will talk a lot about today. <laughs> yeah PC has game pass and Xbox has game pass um, but yeah no I would I would highly recommend um, if you kind of fell off after Black Flag I would highly recommend picking up Origins and giving it a shot Bayek, Bayek and Aya are like top tier um, video game protagonists alright alright I'll check it out um, also Stranger Things 4. Yeah, you watch it? Um, I haven't watched Stranger Things. Everybody's been talking to me about it. There's too many shows. I oh, just man. Three. I just finished that. Now, now I gotta go to the next show. I'm probably gonna binge it. There's too many shows. Uh, I did see Obi-Wan all the way up to episode 4, and I think episode 5 premieres this week, right? Yes. Uh, we have this week and next week are the last two weeks of Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. Yes, and I enjoyed it. Hugh McGregor plays a really good in-between Obi-Wan from, from where we see him from 10 years after episode 3 and 10 years before episode 4. It's, it's really good. The confrontation between spoiler redacted and spoiler redacted is really good and it explores relationships that I never thought we were going to see ever so it was really good I, I don't get what the fandom is freaking out because it, it makes sense within the canon yeah I don't I don't understand the weird reaction people have had online with Obi-Wan Kenobi I fucking love this show so far uh, episode 4 was a little kind of like okay 
Like it, it, it's there. It feels very filler esque. However, I think the biggest point for that spoilers. Let me just say this: spoilers. If you haven't watched Obi Wan yet, skip ahead. Um, I don't know how far you might want to skip ahead because our next, uh, our next show, I'll probably spoil quite a bit too. But um, episode oh, yeah, four, next- episode four felt very filler esque. But I think what it does really well is showing us. Obi-Wan finally um, breaking back into his general status. I I was hearing that they might have done the whole weird uh, Force thing where they just talk to each other in the Force. Like in The Last Jedi. I don't think that would have worked with Obi-Wan and Anakin. That would have been weird and it would have been... It would have been weird if they established them as a dyad this late into their game. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It only worked with um, Ben and Ray when they did that. But uh, that would have been super weird, and the fan fiction would be beyond belief. If you uh, if you've thought about it, it exists on the internet. Yeah, they they probably made it in the internet already. But um, the boys season three, like, what you think about it so far? Oh my god, uh, can I just say, if you still have not watched The Boys at all, uh, what are you doing with your life? And two, if you have watched it so far and you just haven't started season three and you're like, say you're one of those people that's like, I'm gonna wait until it's all out and just binge through it. One, I don't understand your way of thinking. I hate, I hate binging through shows because I finish it so quick and then I earn for more. I love the weekly model. Uh, oh yeah, the weekly model really helps in and it keeps the suspense up, especially for a show like this. Like the actors are always great. Um, you know, it's going through those storylines. Uh, what what I will say to those people that haven't started it yet, um, one spoilers here in a second, so skip ahead. But before you do, uh, please do me a favor and watch up until like the 12 minute mark of episode one of season three uh you will be forever scarred i will just warn you but i need you all to go and watch it asap yeah go watch it (laughs) and just know just know that uh the boys uses mostly practical effects yeah it's it's yeah it's Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> but spoilers for the boys season three in three, two, one. Uh Aaron, what did you uh what'd you think of that uh that first twelve minutes of boys season three? <laughs> Yikes was my expression and Well, that would have been a perfect transition to uh one of our But I'ma save it. I'm keeping my language kinda kind of clean for now but yikes that is just my reaction to that it came i guess it came out of nowhere part of my french gross <laughs> yeah uh no i'm enjoying boy season three a lot though regardless um jean carlo esposito is absolutely killing it in his role like i think it was you're all caught up correct 
Yes, I am all caught up. Okay. And I read the comics, so don't even worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. I still, I need to go pick them up so I can finally read them. I've read all of Invincible, though, and holy shit. But, uh, that confrontation between Giancarlo's character and Homelander in the last episode is bone-chilling to watch. It's so well done. It's so well delivered between both of them. And just the way these two characters bounce off of each other, I I can't wait to see how their storyline ends together in this show. John Carlo uh, is killing it, and I, I can't wait to meet him this Saturday. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens next. And also, speaking of another hyper-violent series, we got a trailer of Castlevania Nocturne. Which is um, something I didn't to see. Oh, this is all you. I still haven't even watched oh, the yeah. first. So um, I haven't. I haven't Netflix, even watched the original. So um, Netflix Geek Week actually revealed the trailer for Castlevania Nocturne, which has fan favorite character Richter Belmont as the main character. It's pretty nice. It's not really much happening in the trailer. It's just a nice look. We're hyped. Powerhouse animation is always great. We already know that we're in for. It's going to be gory. It's going to be edgy. It's going to be a lot of sex, violence. You know, the usual stuff. A lot of darkness, a lot of blackness. Just like Black Adam. Man, you just... You're just really trying to fly through these opening conversations, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to get, get through the whole thing. We need to get to the meat. Uh, that Black Adam trailer, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it looks good. I, I just, I don't really have that many thoughts about this movie. I'm not that excited about this movie. It's just another movie to me. Like, it's another movie with The Rock. Yeah, it's pretty much that. The only good line from the trailer was like, heroes don't kill people, but I do. <laughs> yeah. And even then, I'm sorry, it's still cringy as hell. Yeah. Um, that was the best line for that trailer. I mean, it's cool to see Pierce Brosnan in movies again. Active movies, that's cool. But, I, um, I will say him being Dr. Fate is like the only thing I'm excited about with this movie. Yeah. Like I seeing mean, Dr. Fate in live action like this, that's the only thing I actually really am excited about about this movie. But even then, it's still just... I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it... it why does Black Adam have a movie again? Like, this could have been a plot of Shazam 2. Which is a movie I am excited for because Shazam 1 is absolutely delightful and I can't wait for the sequel. Zachary yeah. Levi, uh, Zachary Levi, you are a wonderful human being if you ever hear this. Uh, I met you last year. You're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Zachary Levi can be in Hollywood films and then he'll and a TV series the next day. Very flexible, great actor. Um, Much like uh, the next guy we're going to talk about, Mr. Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Everybody, everybody, every male's wet dream, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds has a commercial for Aviation Gen. America's favorite black guy on television now? Is he? Uh, is he? Yeah, I guess so. He is a polarizing figure. 
because uh, Nick Cannon is making babies. And that is the joke with this commercial as he the the drink the bisectomy. <laughs> Which I'm just gonna say right now, I've never really I don't like gin. I'm not a gin person. And so, like, I was like, oh, cool. Ryan Reynolds has his alcohol, has his own alcohol. Oh, it's gin? All right, never mind. <laughs> now, however, I want to make this drink. The past bartender in me wants to make this drink. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like it's a good um, good drink. <laughs> I mean, just Nick Cannon, just make it and just try to keep composure. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like... Did you watch, did you, so for those wondering, we didn't really explain this one well, but it's, it's a like a whole video on YouTube. You can go search it up. Just type in aviation gin, Nick Cannon. I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, but he just makes the vasectomy. It's pretty funny. Um, and they have two versions. I don't know if you watch both. They have one where it's Nick Cannon making it and another one. It's essentially the same script, but it's Ryan Reynolds, uh, doing it instead. Yeah, so there's a Ryan Reynolds, and then there's the Nick Cannon version, in which Ryan Reynolds comes up and gives him a hug, and his reaction, Nick Cannon's eight kids was very natural. I would have. Yeah, it was it was wonderful, uh, but, I mean, there's not much to say about it. I, it was just a fun video. Aaron sent it to me. It was really funny. Um, and I want more. I, I do want everybody to go watch it because it was just fun. Um, and I think right now, with everything going on in our world, uh, we could all use a little laugh. Yeah, the whole world's going to hell. So you know what? I'm rather laugh at visectomy drinks. And I think I'm going to make one just to celebrate. <laughs> make sure you check yourself for uh, testicular cancer, by the way. Yes, check yourself with that. Uh, make sure you take care of your nuts, you fools. And speaking of balls. What? <laughs> yeah, speaking of hey, yo. balls nuts, uh, the, the great Dragon Ball series movie just came out in Japan. And you know what? Everybody's spoiling the hell out of this the movie leaked online. I was lucky enough to see them on YouTube. Man, people are so impatient. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Uh, my non-spoiler thoughts. It is the most Toriyama film I have seen. Characters remember shit that they did in Dragon Ball. Happy. Like, Akira Toriyama forgets so much shit that he wrote. Toei Animation forgets shit. I'm glad they remember stuff. Um, it is funny. Um, the, the, um, the character development that our main characters, Gohan and Piccolo, have in this And that is it. That's all I'm going to talk about with that movie. Because we got to get to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Of our talking points. Something happened with our favorite old uh, group on the internet, Gaming Illuminati, recently. Aaron. Yes. So, um, Gaming Illuminati just recently have their first rounds of the GIWF 
the Gaming Illuminati Wrestling Federation. I believe they show the first rounds on G. And guess who did the logo? Your boy, me. I did the logo. It was very nice. Uh, I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say something, and so I just stayed quiet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I did the logo. It was really cool. Um, I guess if you're watching the video version, I guess uh, I guess the Nomad Gamer would just post it. If but, uh, if I can if I can get a video version out, we'll see. Yeah, if he if he gets a video version out. Um, shouts out to AB Smooth who um, co coordinated the whole thing. Shouts to TBH. Um, all them for commissioning me once more. It was really good. Um, the process for it was very fun. Um, TBH did well on his first round, and our boy Nomad, he, the win man, he did a lot better than I thought he would. Not me, uh, different Nomad. The, the Nomad that's actually a part of GI. With a K, the Nomad <laughs> with a K. <laughs> I don't need. Nomad I don't need anybody coming at me. <laughs> the no, you're the nomad gamer he's just nomad with a k but um shouts out to gaming illuminati it was really good to um to work with them again and it's really good to um actually enjoy more content in which we have multiple members just having fun and just chilling and i enjoy that you know hopefully we'll see them play more games you know tbh just played street fighter 6 so you know He's already getting his practice on before and you know i'm expecting mad competition for samurai zero but um we'll talk about samurai closer to the gaming stuff um i'm gonna let you take it away on this music stuff and uh okay i'll, I'll, I'll kind of all the music so don't even worry about it i'm not uh, yeah, I'll let you take the reins on this music, and I'll take these reins on this gaming news. All right. So with the music stuff, there isn't a lot of music that happened this week, but there's some that are. Um, shout out to Mers, great dude, great dude. Um, Mers just announced the beginning of the end, and the reason why this is so important is that Mers said at the end of his career. He is going to release that song. And that actually came in. Because Murs at the beginning of his career had a song, The End of the Beginning. And so it, it's a good follow-up to that. But Murs is coming out with music. Murs um, has many amazing albums. I highly recommend. Okay, boom. First one of the music. Boom. Done. Shout out to Murs. Um <laughs> our boy Kendrick Lamar sells 200 k the first week. Which is, I just want to say, that's amazing. Especially because, like, I mean, it's not, I don't feel like it's surprising because, one, it's Kendrick. He's one of the biggest artists right now. But also, it, it it does kind of surprise me a little bit just because of how polarizing I feel like this album has been for people. Yeah. The thing is, is that I'll explain why everybody is like, what? So, um, you know how many records um, Kendrick Lamar's Damn album did? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. He did 600K his first week. 600K? Yeah, 600K his first week. But there's a reason why it's currently 200K. At the time Damn came out, Billboard actually changed the rules and regulations that. And so, you know, a lot of albums, they were coming out with bundles and stuff like that, tickets show 
ways to sell their records to actually get more before the pandemic. And so Billboard actually changed that law. So stuff that has been they don't count those. So this is just pure album sales. And you know what? Regardless of what you say, that's really, really good. Because a lot of people don't count pure album sales. But Kendrick sold actual albums. Like, I mean, physical stuff. Physical, digital albums. I mean, that's really, really good. That's really, really good. Not a lot of artists are able to sell 200K physical album sales. And I'm no. proud of that. No, there is not. Um, There's very few. Like, if you're not a Drake or you're not a Lady Gaga or you're not the yeah, Grammy. Yeah, if you don't already have, like, your name established, like, that, that that's pretty big. Yeah, that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. Like, I know musicians used to sell a million copies in one week. We, we don't live in the 90s no more. You know, we live in a streaming age, you know, people don't buy music. We we have streaming services now. So, you know, I mean, I'm still happy. For and, you know, speaking of um, early, early 90s and 2000s, um, last week was the 20th anniversary of Atmosphere's God. Um, this album was kind of game changing in the underground because I was that weird kid that listened like crazy you know atmosphere hieroglyphics and i'm surprised it just shows my age at the of god loves ugly um i highly recommend it if you're want to dabble into the underground and you're tired of atmosphere um highly recommend it slug is great um okay next one sisa sisa just celebrated her fifth year anniversary of control she just announced that she's about to release her old music and she just played a little clip of love galore a remix version of it um fans are going crazy of it uh new slash old music are we getting uh control deluxe or we're just I, gonna i really hope so man sis sis has been playing with us for a minute like she just two solid hits and then dip <laughs> Dipped and broke her foot <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Man, I hope SZA is having a good recovery. She, that that was kind of crazy, but um, hopefully SZA is doing okay. You know, we always care about the health of our artists. And speaking of the health of our post, uh, he just announced that he smoked a lot of packs. Yikes! And um, uh, and that white rapper from Kentucky has a KFC meal. Um, I actually went to KFC. What the hell is this? I just wanted my chicken sandwich and mac and cheese and I'm like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> I saw this man's face and I was like, I'm not a fan of this guy. He's just like Drake. Can I also <laughs> just say, uh, you just admitted on the show that uh, you go to KFC. Yes, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I went to KFC just to get the sandwich, and, you know, I got a little mac and cheese. The sandwich was mid, like, I mean, it was mid. <laughs> I think I just most of KFC is mid. 
Yeah, the sandwich was mid, but um, the fries were solid. They were not really? the best fries I've ever had, but they were solid. Like their new fries with the with the spices they use for chicken, it is solid. Okay, yeah. so in terms, of, let me ask you this: in terms of like, because Popeyes has their fries. In terms of fast food chicken places with fries, who's better? Oh, um, Popeyes by a country mile. Okay, okay. By a country okay, we mile. can we can keep doing this show with you on it. <laughs> like, I I got taste now. But, um, you know, it's festive. And speaking of festivals, uh, I'm just going to skip over. Um, Hot 97. Okay, Nomad Gamer. Do you think festivals are a good idea during a pandemic? Do you think that's a good idea? I think... So, I have my tune on right now where we're at with this pandemic is a little bit different from where it was maybe a year ago. I think right now with COVID the way it is, with the world with the way it is, things, no matter what you do, are not going to change. The people who are going to go get vaccinated are going to go get vaccinated. The people who are going to continue to wear a mask when they need to are going to wear a mask. Okay, I definitely um, see that. I think festivals are fine. I just think there is a level to it. I think you need... To understand that there is still a health risk here in that limiting how many people can actually be somewhere is important. I think requiring masks when you have large crowds like that is not necessarily a bad thing. I think it is very much a good thing. I will probably, when I'm in Dallas at Fan Expo, be wearing my mask. I don't know if they've said if... I know when I went in September last year, they required you to wear one. I don't know if they've said for sure or not if they're requiring it again this year or if it's a kind of optional thing. Um, I will probably be wearing a mask, uh, at least while walking around the floor. Um, you could just use that as an excuse to cosplay as just a normal guy. Listen, I am mad because I was going to cosplay Mr. Knight because that man is suave as hell and I can no longer do that because I just don't have the time or money to do that right now. Well, you could just paint a ski mask white and call it a day. But I need my white suit. I gotta be, I gotta be suave like my man. You, you could just put on a t-shirt and just say, I'm it's doing a budget cosplay. Is Mr. Knight on his day off? Yeah, missing that day off, man. Um, but no, I think I think it. I think festivals are fine. I think it's just, um, what are you doing to help the current situation? You can't have a festival like you would have four years ago. There definitely needs to be some give and take with events like this. And speaking of events. The state of mid. That's yeah. Her. Yeah. Um, Take it away, Nomad Gamer. I'm going to be honest. PlayStation, you, <laughs> you're lacking. Uh, PlayStation needs to do something, and they need to do something fast. Uh, with all these reports about God of War Ragnarok being delayed, with it being not delayed, and coming out with this fall... Um, but we still have no word on it. We still have only seen one ounce of gameplay from, and that was last September. 
all their state of plays have been nothing but like there might be a few good games in there that they show but overall it's nothing that big it's nothing surprising i feel like these kind of events these kind of showcases that we have you should at least have that one big gratifying game that you show off whether it's at the beginning the middle or the end um, yeah and i think the biggest game that they had was uh we're, we're three we're three in particular resident evil 4 remake final fantasy 16 which i'm hyped about and street Fighter 6 yeah which i'm also hyped about which i mentioned earlier but I think those are news. The... breaking news okay so they just announced dlc for resident evil village and i wish they could have said this at the state of play i wish they did because capcom did their whole thing and they had uh dlc and third person mode for um for resident evil village you know how big that is third person mode man um I'm, I'll play. I'll replay. I'll definitely replay Village for third person mode. I'll just replay Village just because I love that game. It's one of my favorite games that came out last year. However, like, I just <laughs> the one thing I'm most excited about with Resident Evil Eight in their announcements that they just made today were the DLC. For yeah, Resident the story Evil DLC. Because I thought they were going to reveal the story DLC first before they announced the remake. But, I mean, like, I wonder if they were saying, oh, we're going to surprise I mean, hey, that's okay. I mean, they announced that we were getting that DLC last year, and we still hadn't heard anything. So, like, it was just good to finally see it. Um, Resident Evil 4 getting a remake, I really wasn't... I, I truly beforehand didn't understand why you would remake Resident Evil 4. Um, I get that they want to start remaking their older Resident Evil games and like modernizing them. Resident Evil 4 never really made that much sense because it didn't. Um, it was never that far off from modern yeah. games. However, and it kept they ported. Uh, yeah, it kept every... being ported. So I mean, there is no point of having a remake. Like, Co Veronica deserves like a total upheaval. Absolutely. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, I'd yeah. kill for them to redo Code Veronica. Code Veronica or Resident Evil Zero. That definitely needs to get remade or fixed up. Yeah, because I, I feel like... I think Zero got like a kind of remaster treatment where they kind of just like... Like, here's an HD version of it, but it's essentially just them porting it over to another system. Yeah, like they could have just... Um remade it from the ground up with the new system that they had and boom i will say it would have been so much fun to play that i will say this about the resident evil 4 remake in particular though the one thing that does have me excited and want to get this game is one graphically it looks phenomenal which was never in doubt for me like all the other remakes look amazing resident evil 8 looked amazing resident evil 7 looked amazing that was never in doubt uh, but they also said that they're changing the story a little bit. They're updating the story a little bit. Um, and they're they're very much modernizing it. And so, as somebody who never got to finish Resident Evil 4, um, and has only the only time I really got to play it was on a Wii, I very much am going to look forward to this, and I will be playing this next year when it comes out. Oh yeah, hopefully we get more Ada Wong. Don't judge me, buddy. 
Ada Warren is great. Like, uh, I was enamored with um, how much they expand Ada Warren, um, <laughs> her role in um, Resident Evil 2 remake. So I, I, I really hope that they give Ada Warren something to do. And I wonder if, if they got um, most of the original voice actors back. Like, I would definitely love to hear Sandy Ch President daughter, as the president's daughter once again. Nomad Gamer, if you're editing this, just just add that little clip right there. That that will make it. Uh, but also, um, as I mentioned earlier, like uh, they also did Final Fantasy 16, and they showed so much content. Like we're getting sex, violence, and, and a whole lot of summons. Like, I mean, in the trailer, they did the. Ifrit, Mohammed, and the game. And I think that's going to be so fun. And... Oh, wait. Commercial break. Hey, no problem, no problem. All right. Sorry, guys, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. I'm just here drinking water. Don't you're drinking, forget. You're drinking water. Yeah, I'm drinking water, too. Yeah, we're just drinking it's, water. It's I not, it's not alcohol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, where were I'm we? Talking about uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yes. Ooh. Was, uh, how that trailer was bomb. Like, that uh i guess you're probably gonna cut that um awkward silence absolutely yeah i kind of just went into my own little commercial break for a second but um but yeah like the trailer showed um sex violence a whole lot of summons like the even the background singers were singing the names of all the it was great gameplay looks amazing i mean it's gonna be so much fun when i play it um Street Fighter Six, enough said. I mean, like graffiti aesthetics. That's a that's one of my wet dreams right now. But what I, do you what do you think about their like weird the like new street kind of thing where you're like roaming around? Do you think that's going to work similar to something like Two um, K or do you what do you like? What do you think of? What are your thoughts? Because I'm uh, I'm it, kind of a, indifferent. It, it's it's a throwback to. Um, to the original Street Fighter, because it because the original Street Fighter was not a fighting game per se. It had the makings of a fighting game, but it was more like a beat 'em up. And it's um, very close to Final Fight, more like a upgraded version of Final Fight. So I mean, it's not too off of what they originally have done. So I'm not mad at it. I mean, like roaming around seems to be fun. Um, it, it, it tends to go back to the roots of Street Fighter, and I'm kind of glad they kind of went back to their roots and expanded on that. It's really cool to have a plot center around Metro City. It's really cool to see more Final Fight stuff in Street Fighter's DNA. Um, I just like Street Fighter, and 
I'm, I'm glad we're moving forward on the timeline. This is the first game that takes place after three. You know True. how long, how many years it took to go back. <laughs> you know how frustrating it was to see Street Fighter four and five happen, but now six takes place after three, and now we have Chun Li and Ryu in their fifties. It's good to see that. You know, Aaron, it's good to hear you get excited about like getting to kind of revisit and move forward with your uh your franchise because there's a new project out there that got announced at this state of mid that i am very excited for i will also probably i will try my best to stream it uh so people can watch me scare the absolute shit out of myself um but it's very much a dead space um successor in a way called the callisto protocol or Callisto Project. Is it Project oh, or yeah. Protocol? I thought that was just um, Dead Space 4. The closest that we're ever going to get to a Dead Space 4. And you know what? I think that's going to be pretty cool. I think that's going to be exciting. You know? Um, I mean, it literally has all the mechanics, but it improves everything in terms of Dead Space 1 and 2. Three, it just became an action franchise, but it seems like it, the creators of this series just go back to what worked for Dead Space 1 and 2 and make it to its own thing. So you know what? I'm happy for it. I'm not too worried about this game. I think this game is going to do numbers. And the thing is, is that it's coming out... In December. In December, so... December 2nd. Like, December 2nd, and like, it's... Man, the competition between that game and that's crazy. Um, yeah, it was it. It's by the studio that was founded by one of the co-creators of Dead Space. So like, the Dead Space vibe is definitely there. It also just it looks amazing. It reminds me of the first time I ever played the original Dead Space on 360, and just I can't wait. Like. We didn't get a whole lot about this game, which I actually I'm a very big fan of for something like this. Um, but from what we did get to see, it looks terrifying. The monsters look unique, and I I just can't wait. Like December December can't get here soon enough. Um, I'm very excited. It's very much a Dead Space successor. Hmm. The final, our final game though that I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit and just get your thoughts on and see if you were at all interested was that we got some more mid, we got some more Midnight Suns gameplay and this game has been very polarizing online. A lot of people either will completely shit on it. They say they're looking forward to it. They say they're just kind of in the middle. Um, so there's a lot of thoughts towards this game. I, in particular, am someone, after discovering how much I love a series like Fire Emblem after playing Three Houses, I have become way more open to exploring new games and like gameplay aesthetics. So I'm very much on this realm of, I think I'm going to pick this game up. It's got a bunch of Marvel characters I, I absolutely love. But what are your thoughts on Midnight Suns and what we saw at the state of mid? 
Um, I think that is kind of cool to see um, our Marvel like that. I think it's kind of weird to call it Midnight Suns because the Midnight Suns was Blade, Moon Knight, and mostly the street level characters mm -hmm. and mystical characters. So it's kind of weird to see more active Marvel characters in this game. But I mean, it's kind of cool. You know, we get to see mystical stuff with Wolverine. That's always cool. I always love. We we have Steve Bloom. We have um, Yuri Lontho as Spider Man. Yes. And that is an opportunity for Xbox to actually use Sony Spider Man. Yes. Uh, Xbox had their Twitter. Whoever runs Xbox's Twitter account, might I just say this real quick? Whoever runs their Twitter deserves it a raise. They had one of the best reactions to the Midnight Suns trailer coming out. Um, when they were talking about, uh, oh god, let me find it real quick. But yes, Xbox finally has Spider-Man back, which hasn't happened. They haven't had a Spider-Man game or any kind of Spider-Man on their system since I think the first Amazing Spider-Man video game. Oh wow, that's a long time ago. Like that, that, that's a long time ago. And also, they got. A, I think I heard um, the actor that played Candyman voicing Venom. Also, in Spider-Man Two, so you know what? I'm glad that Marvel is reusing actors again. It was so weird hearing Spider-Man voice. Eh. It's kind of eh, especially when they brought back Lord and Roger Craig Smith as Captain America and uh, Black Widow, respectively. It's so weird to hear that Spider-Man voice. But Yuri's back, you know, all is right with the world. And uh, I guess we can head to the rumor mill now. Yeah, um, this rumor frustrates me. Um, it angers me. And I just, I, if anybody at PlayStation, anybody at all at PlayStation ever hears this yeah, episode. PS5, bro. We're, I just want to know, I just want to know why and what thought process you guys are in there at PlayStation Studios and why you would think that a PS5 Pro needs to not only happen, but needs to come out next year. So the current rumor is that PlayStation have been working on a PS5 Pro and that it is slated for some time in 2023. I know that this COVID time has kind of, you know, shifted our reality and like made us all think that like, 2020 was somehow 50 years ago while also at the same time only being like five months but like in reality the ps5 is only what two is going to be turning two in november and nobody's really got a ps5 unless you got money or or you get lucky like you either have to have a lot of money or you have to get lucky yeah uh and we're both poor I mean, Which, I got uh, my, I got myself a PS5. Lucky, lucky. But, um, <laughs> hey, viewer, if you're still listening to this, give us a. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. viewer, if maybe you're listening, you boy, maybe you could get your boy a PS5. Maybe get yeah. an Illuminati can give me the hookup, like. Or reach or out to Ethos. Ethos. I'll review all your games, man. We'll, we'll review all your games live on stream. I'll stream it. Listen, I'll wear a Sony big shirt. 
<laughs> send me a PS5 or this is sponsored by Sony like we'll both stream it we'll both have uh, our Sony love us shirts we love Sony shirts well we'll even say um, the Xbox um, Game Pass is whack like we'll even say that live on stream just to appease oh, uh-huh. no 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 hold on um... <laughs> I can't say that Game Pass is lit. <laughs> but Sony, but Sony's um, PlayStation Plus is going to be lit too. Yeah, Plus, but, uh, this new PlayStation Plus that launched today on uh, June 13, 2022, it's lit, guys. Uh, PlayStation, cut the check. Cut the check. Cut the check. Wear the shirts, man. Sony will wear the shirts. Like, um,. Well, it looks like we got to add him at Twitter. Um, hey, Sony, just give this man a PS5. Yeah, just give me a PS5. I know you got plenty in your factories. They ain't no ship choice. You just don't want people to have a PS5. That's okay. That's okay. You don't got to admit it. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we know you hide in them. Um, really quick to go back to the Midnight Suns real quick about Spider-Man. The Xbox, whoever runs their Twitter account at Xbox, knew exactly what they were doing with this when they put out, they, they quoted, they said, Spider Man's coming for a landing right on Xbox. Pre order Marvel's Midnight Suns and swing into action with your favorite heroes. That first line, though, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the announcement that we got from the state of play about. Spider-Man PS4 and Miles Morales coming to PC this year. Um, but I, I found that really funny. I, I appreciate that tweet a lot. That they would do that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, PlayStation, please tell me this is false. Please tell me you're not doing PS5 Pro yet. People still can't get their hands on this system. We don't need it right now. Yeah, but um, Sony, um, cut the check. Give me a PS5. Yeah, get Aaron a PS5. Or viewer, or viewer, uh, give... Or viewer, um, give me $500 so I can afford a PS5. Get Just this man a PS5. Ha ha ha, Aaron still don't got a PS5. But um... <laughs> what's your cash app, Aaron? What's that Aaron. account. Uh, Jose, if you're running that account, uh, just at Sony... Wait, 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 wait. Jose, don't you work at Best Buy? You, I know you listened to this episode. Give this man a PS5. Yeah, give me a PS5. Get the hookup. I know I know you the Sony plug, man. Um Yeah, I'm 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 tired of this. If this is real, if this is real, PlayStation, fuck like fuck off. <laughs> please please don't do this. At least wait until like the third like the fourth year for the console. Like, that mid, that mid-lifespan to do a pro. Oh, man. So, I just lost my Sony sponsorship. <laughs> uh, but they were going to sponsor us. still get the Xbox uh, yeah. sponsorship. Xbox. Because, um, Xbox. Listen, I will show for you. I don't care. I will show for you. Cut the check. I know you got the money. I know got you got Bill the money. They got Bill Gates money, man. They got Bill Gates money. The Xbox is um the main reason... Well, that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, like, uh, I'm not going to cap for billionaires on this podcast, but uh, 
But uh, Xbox and Bethesda did really good conference, and they show um, uh, Starfield. Boy, did that no, 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 hold on, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't get, you can't get to the main course off, off the rib like that. Okay. Yeah, we got to build up. We got to build up. We got to ease into this. uh, Performed um, the boys season three episode twelve moment. Metaphorically. Yes, as Aaron mentioned, Xbox had a amazing showcase. I say amazing, but really, I feel like their showcase was just great. Like, it was good. It was great. It was fine. It works. It did. It's, it did what they needed it to do for them. Um, it made me look at it and go, "Fuck, I might need to go save up three hundred dollars and go pick up an Xbox Series S soon, or upgrade my PC." Um, the first game I want to talk about, though, from this showcase is a game that I'm I've been interested in for a while. Um, from the same studio that brought me my favorite game of all time, Dishonored, Redfall. Redfall looks amazing. It's a cooperative shooter. Uh, me and a friend were talking about it, and we were kind of like, it feels almost like Dead Island, but with vampires. Are they the are they hot vampires or are they ugly? No, they're the they're the pretty ugly vampires. I wish they were the sexy ones. Where where, I mean, where where are my underworld style vampires in like the all black leather? Give me that. Give me okay. early two thousands vampires. I mean, Kate Beckinsale, and yeah. yeah. Where where are the Kate Beckinsale of vampires? Um, in our dreams, buddy. In our dreams. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. No, I after watching this gameplay that we got, um, there's one chick in the game where like she has like magic based powers um i can already tell she's gonna be my go-to in this game um but redfall looks incredible i can't wait i think it might only this was one that might only be xbox and pc hey that's fine uh i mean it's showcase on there so you know it's gonna be exclusive to there and that's okay i mean yeah they don't they don't spend billions of dollars to get bethesda not and not make a majority of these games exclusive to their platform. Yeah, I mean, like, that's it's gonna be lit, man. And also, um, your game, Overwatch um, 1.5. I mean, Overwatch 2. No, it's Overwatch 1.5. You can say that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to get a sponsorship from Activision right now. They they, they haven't fired Bobby Kotek. Fuck, fuck them. Um, fire Bobby. Fuck that guy. Me and all my homies hate Bobby Kotek. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Overwatch. Overwatch Two got some uh, got some footage. We got some information. Uh, I'm I'm just glad that Blizzard is no longer hoeing us for Junker Queen. They finally gave us Junker Queen. Um, it's something I know a lot of the fan base for Overwatch when we got. I think it was we learned about her when Hammond came out, I believe. Maybe it was a little bit before that. But ever since we learned about Junker Queen, people have been screaming and screaming for her. And so that's good to see that she's going to be one of the next heroes when Overwatch 2 drops. But the real big news 
story, but from this Overwatch 2 stuff, is it's going uh, the the PVP at least will be going free to play when Overwatch 2 drops on October 4th. Uh, Aaron, what is this doing for you? Were you ever a big Overwatch player? Do you think you'll pick it up now that it's going to go free to play? Like, what? Where are you at? I mean, I can't really support Activision because it's going to make me look kind of stupid. And I mean, I've seen enough um, Overwatch um, <clears throat> material on the internet to the point where I'm kind of like, eh, I just saw that character's cheeks get clean <laughs> on my Twitter feed. And I don't think I want to play that because it reminds me of that character getting the But um, yeah. <laughs> Studio, studio. Anybody from Studio Henshin, if you're listening to this, uh, October fourth, can we get a stream with Aaron where we're playing Overwatch? Please and thank you. <laughs> now, now that you say that's why, no, we're we're playing it on stream. Yeah, it looks like I gotta play now, but uh, yeah. It's gonna be kind of awkward because I because I would just say, oh, I remember that uh, character getting. Getting extremely rammed in that in that one video that I saw. <laughs> um, yeah, so Overwatch going free to play. I think this might be the best thing for them at this point is to make it free to play. Uh, Blizzard really hurt Overwatch as a game when they announced Overwatch 2 and then also announced that there would be no new heroes or maps. Um until overwatch 2 dropped so like i think them announcing that it's going to go free to play is going to really help kind of rejuvenate um the player base and bring it it might even help bring in new players especially because like the reception from that closed beta they had just what a couple months ago was very high so it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Overwatch 2 drops on October 4th, so we'll finally get new maps and heroes after, like, what, three fucking years of not getting anything? Well, that'll be uh, nice. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is the closest thing that we're ever going to get nice. And I guess um, we're getting a Diablo 4. I didn't even know there was a 3. That was a joke, I, right? You're making no, a joke. Was... Please tell me that's a joke. Yeah, that is a joke. Okay, a joke. fuck it. Thank God. Oh my God. All right. Whew. I was like, Aaron, I don't even like this franchise. <laughs> I mean, like this that franchise. I guess I would. I I try to get into three. I couldn't get into three. It, it. I don't know. Didn't have the elements that excite me as a game. So let me ask I you this. It. Let me ask you this. If you never really got into three, do you think an open world setting is what? Diablo is missing? Do you think that's what's going to fix it? Yeah, and um, I guess a better story because the story didn't really capture me, you know, because I always like to play games with a deep story but I don't think the story was like all that. It didn't really capture my eye. When I played it I wanted to sleep and the worst thing you can make a game especially on those first couple hours and those first hours are so crucial. But I may try it again. It's been like two and a half years since I played it. It was one of those games that I played early in the pandemic, and you know, it just didn't, it just didn't uh, work for me. But so, would you say you're gonna give 
like if you have Game Pass, if you have Game Pass on like you get an Xbox or you uh, have it on your PC and it comes to Game Pass day one, uh, would you say you'd give it a try? Yeah, I'll give it a try. Like Game Pass, I mean, it's a try before you buy. So you know what? I'll try it. If it's trash, I can just take it out. <laughs> but speaking of Game Pass and storytelling, Plague Tale Requiem is coming on Game Pass. And you know what? I actually like Plague Tale, the original Plague Tale. It, it made me... It, it, it made me um, face my fear of rats. And boy, rats scare the fuck out of me. That that game made my fear <laughs> go up to another level, man. A tornado of fucking rats, man. That shit scares me, bro. I'm, uh, it, I'm glad you say that you've played Plague Tale, because I still haven't. It's one of those games where like I've always been interested. It looks very much like Until Dawn, in a way, and I love that game. Um, and so I definitely have been meaning to try it. It's on my back burner much with a lot of other games. Like right now I'm trying to get through Persona 5. Um, but, uh, no, that's good to hear that you've played it. Cause you can, uh, short you game, can, you a can, good 10 hours will definitely do you good. You can give us some insight, um, on play. Uh, have oh, you, uh, have you I gotten to play Requiem yet? Cause I know it dropped on PlayStation first. Oh, uh, no, I have not. Uh, I have been busy playing Mass and and Cyberpunk and just waiting for the DLC. And I'm also getting pressured to download uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV. And, you know, uh, my girlfriend's been pressuring me, pressuring me to download the game. So, you know, we're just... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it's just one, one of those things. It's just one thing at a time. There's so many games. <laughs> there are so many games. We talk a lot about, like, there's nothing out here, but there mm-hmm. really are a lot of games to play right now. And the unfortunate part is I have so many in my back catalog that I need to finish, but, like, these new games come out, and because I do Demented Cast, I, I want to play those so I can do reviews for them, but I also want to finish these games, like... Persona 5 has been on my list for so long because of one of my buddies that I finally was like, no, I need to get through it. He's been telling me to play it. I need to just finally play it. Um, And so I'm trying. Yeah, so, you know, there's there's a whole lot of things to try. So hopefully that'll be fun. Um, Another game you could try, if anybody's wondering, and you are looking for something to play right now with the summer being as dry as it is, as it is, uh, and you didn't play it because maybe you thought it was going to be shit, Guardians of the Galaxy is also on Game Pass. Um, fantastic game. It's not that long. It's like 16, maybe 20 hours. Um, super short, super sweet. Fantastic game. Absolutely, 100% would recommend. I meant to do a review months ago that I never actually recorded. I'm telling it myself a little bit but yeah maybe i'll finally maybe i'll huh did you have like a video of you playing it you could just reuse that and just do a short voice i i might i i might go back and finally do those because i want to do go back and do a review for both it takes two in death loop from last year because i never actually recorded those 
Um, I also, I don't think I ever actually did my Horizon Forbidden West review. So, like, I have reviews that I need to go back and do that I might put up as bonus episodes on the feed. If you want to support financially, you can get access to those. Yeah, they, they'll be on Patreon, man. Give us money. Help Aaron get a PS5. Nice <laughs> t-shirt in return. Wash your ass if you're musty. But we'll have that as a Patreon exclusive. Patreon exclusive shirt? All right, you're going to work on that design, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to work on it. Eventually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, no, you, you got Eventually. You I got mean, work. Like, you, that, but you know what? I, I, I love um, just drawing. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next Watch game. The next well, game I want. The next game that Xbox showed before we get to the big meat and potatoes that is Starfield, um, a game called Scorn that gave me very much like Doom meets Dead Space vibes. Uh, it looked trippy. It looked creepy. Um, but it was very Doom esque. Like it felt oh. very Doom like. Oh, I know that game is um, is symbolic of a scorned lover. Because, man, if you scorn somebody you love, it's like Doom. And will rip you to stretch, metaphorically. Look at this, man. <laughs> Man's getting all philosophical over you. Uh, yeah, a little philosophical. That It was... I mean, Jose would definitely love that. Yeah, scorn. Uh, it's it's a bloody good time. Hopefully yeah, like, it won't plague with bugs. Hopefully it'll be a solid game. Hopefully it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it just looked very interesting. Um, I don't have much to go off. Like, I don't have much to say because we didn't get a whole lot. But it's definitely, it's definitely a game I'm going to keep my eye on. Like, it's definitely something I'm interested in. But finally, we're here. Uh, Aaron tried to jump the gun earlier and <laughs> skip to the main course. Uh, Starfield, yeah, Starfield, the long-awaited fucking game of space exploration from Bethesda Softworks. Um, I'm gonna be honest; it looks cool, like it looks all right. I have a lot of problems, or like, I guess I have a lot of things I'm worried about with this game. One of those being. Todd Howard says, we have a thousand plus planets for you to go and explore. My only concern with a thousand plus planets out there is how many of those are actually worth exploring. Yeah, is it going to be like we're scanning planets and then we just move forward? The space battle looks cool. I mean, you can customize your spaceship and it matters. I mean... You can customize the way your character walks. That's detail that I have not seen before. And I think this Saints is Row. Saints Row allows you to do that. Saints Row gives you different walks. Oh, but I mean, you can customize it by weight. I don't That's know. Crazy. That's crazy detail. And also, I mean, like, you can actually make a legit black person with real black people hair. Eat your heart firms. And it's one of those games that truly feels next-gen. I have not seen a whole lot of games outside of Elf that feels next-gen. 
I don't know. And I just game will take it to that level. And we we all know that's not going to be on PlayStation yet because Bethesda is kind of coy when it comes to that. But it's definitely it definitely seems that it's going to push hardware hardware limitations. And I'm glad that it's having more. T- I'm glad that they're taking their time with this game. I know they're trying to avoid a disaster opening. Hopefully, more video games companies will learn from Cyberpunk, No Man's Sky, even though No Man's Sky is fucking great right now. I Okay, so this was, this was my other thing with Starfield, is I couldn't help but watch this reveal. I could not help but watch this reveal and feel like this is No Man's Sky with a really good mod. Like, that's yeah. the entire vibe I kept getting, and I don't know, to me, that just... It f- doesn't give me the same level... The amount of hype people keep building for this game over the years after not seeing anything for it, and for us to finally see gameplay, and one of my first thoughts was going, oh, this looks like No Man's Sky. Kind of feels a little bit like a letdown. Like, it still looks good, it's just... I don't... I'm not completely sold yet on Starfield. And that's okay. I mean, like, it's very early. We still got till, um... Is it summer 2023 or spring 2023? I think it's spring. Spring. So we got a good eight months left. They they still got time. Um, that's enough time for me to get a actual Xbox. So you know what? We're, we're, we're gonna be okay. I think this game is gonna be successful. Hopefully. Um... Hopefully with time. But speaking of time, our good friend Ethos, Samurai Zero, they just released a new trailer. And also the soundtrack. Oh my god. The soundtrack. But let them know. Let's talk about the gameplay because I'll talk about the sound soundtrack before um, before it's all over. But Talk about your feelings on Samurai Zero because you actually played the game. Yes, I uh, I played it last year when they did a little like closed alpha beta thing last year. Um, you can go. It's actually when we I put the video or the sh- like stream clips up on YouTube actually for Aaron's interview last year um, on YouTube. You can find it on my link tree that I have linked in my Twitter bio. But um, I love this game. I think Ethos really has something special on his hands. There's a lot of mechanics and like nuance there that I haven't really seen a lot in other games. Um, and I don't know. I'm just very excited to see this game grow. Uh, Ethos, I've been following Ethos and TBH specifically for a few years now. Um, I've had Ethos on the show. I've talked to him about um samurai zero and it's just to see the progress they made to see that new map to see their samurai i think her name's luna in the game um is all just absolutely wonderful the soundtrack sounds so good oh yes and i just want to give a shout out once more to ab smooth on the 
Oh my God. And you know what? Working with AB Smooth, because I just did his album. Go stream that album, Vibes, art by yours truly. Um, Vibes is really good. Um, AB Smooth, one of the best producers out here. Um, I just want to say that. And just hearing his beats and the sounds and the music, oh my God, man. I hope Ethos gave that man a big ass check because, man, the sound design, the way everything is made, Ethos puts so much love to it. And I just want because you know what? We give Ethos so much credit, but I'm going to because, man, like they're showing so much love. And the fact that Ethos and his team have not been crushed to get them out. I applaud them. We need more people like that in the gaming industry. And man, if if this game wins game of the year, I'm placing my vote for that. I'm placing <laughs> my vote. Like, I'm, um, I'm a bet. I'll, I'll bet real life money that they're going to win game of the year. Despite having God of War, despite having all these games, I really think that Samurai Zero has the potential to be game of the year. I don't know... I don't well, know don't if it don't even don't come out this year. Uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like it'll be out fully this year, but uh, I don't think Ethos would do that because he knows that if he did and it somehow made it on that list, those nominees, I think he knows that Elden Ring is a little untouchable this year for Game of the Year. Oh, that's why that's why I said mention God of War because it's definitely coming out next year. We ain't. Gonna... You listen, bet. listen, listen. I'm waiting to see. There's too many conflicting reports about God of War. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm gonna wait and see. Whatever happens, it happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm if I get a little angry on Twitter, you'll see. Uh, follow me at the Nomad Gamer, and that way you know if I'm getting angry because. Uh, we're not getting God of War Ragnarok this year. Yeah, it's your super villain story, bro. Yeah. You're in our um, Ethos Ren. Um, Ethos's alter ego. Yeah. I, I have not seen Ethos Ren in recent memory. It's been a while. I've been he's seeing... been quiet. He's been grinding. He's been getting that Samurai Zero. Yeah, he's been getting that Samurai Zero. But, you know, even in um, the Game of Illuminati podcast, He's just been ethos buying his time. We're, we're waiting the re- ethos friend. Um, ethos, if you wanna if you wanna make that return to ethos friend on the show, I'll gladly have you on and talk to you again about Samurai Zero and talk about the improvements and the level that you guys are at now. Um, oh yeah, and also have um, chaos too. Have chaos. He's been actively tr- break the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he would- to break that game and I'm like man chaos is and I don't think he's gonna break that game because that game it feels smooth too like when I played it last year and mind you I played it last year and so like a lot of what I played could have changed by now but from what I played last year it was so smooth it was I think the perfect thing about what ethos has on his hands with samurai zero is the fact that it's one of those games it's it's very easy to pick up but it's hard to master it's that perfect combination of anybody can pick this game up and 
be fine be good at it but it's when you really start understanding each character's move sets and the mechanics of the game and how that works how to properly climb walls and jump off walls and double jump and slash and use your abilities like that's where the game really starts to shine and that's where i think um that's where i can't wait to get my hands on it again i also, either I, I just I want to play that I want to play that new samurai. I do. I read her backstory on your website, and she sounds so dope. I just I want to try her out. So, I if if any of you love going and exploring like the indie side of games, Samurai Zero is something very special, and you should absolutely go follow them at Play Samurai Zero, and you can follow Ethos at dev ethos on twitter um go follow them and keep up because they really deserve it they have something really great on their hands yeah like um go support that because we need more on people that has passion and love for their projects and that they're really careful with their art like um shout out to the whole game in illuminati shout out to ethos and the dev teams it's a marvelous project and now we're we're, we're finally yeah we're finally on it film and tv there's been some uh there's been some news in that realm yeah we've been getting a whole lot of news like uh, you know miss marvel came out miss marvel came out uh morbid time is continuing to trend and i fucking hate it so much um thunderbolts oh, man, it's hilarious man um they're trolling sony man we're not gonna get i'm not gonna get that ps5 out uh, um, the piece of shit Amber Heard is in the news. Uh, Ezra Miller is on some bullshit again. Kid yeah, Cuddy, Kid, Menace, bro. He's Kid, thinking like it's a hood safari, bro. Kid <laughs> Kid Cuddy is in the news for a film, uh, which I I absolutely love. Kid Cuddy. Um, oh so- man, he's been on a roll, man. In terms X. It's surprisingly good. A surprisingly solid horror film. Kid um, Cudi is really good in that. Despite the subject matter. <laughs> we'll start with this because it's very brief news. I honestly don't have a whole lot to say on that. I don't know if you do. Squid Game Season 2 officially got picked up by Netflix now. So like, even and, though uh, we were all pretty sure it was going to happen, it's official now. Netflix 100% greenlit it. So... I yeah, still haven't uh, finished Squid Game. So. Yeah, so um, the creator um, literally just did a post saying, we're doing season two. Um, check it out. Characters come back. That That's pretty much what he said. Yeah, and he had that's... a heartfelt message about like, you know, it took me this long to get it made and it only took this long for season two. And like, he had a very heartfelt message with it that was nice, but... Well, we'll wait till season two comes out, and we gotta finish season one. But um, outside have, of have that, have you I'm... finished season one? Yeah, I finished it. It was okay. I watched it in the English dub. Oh. I I don't want to read subs, and I like to pay attention to dialogue. Wait, 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 Aaron, are you telling me you're a dub game? Yes, I am dub. Just like TBH. Hey, no, I'm also, I'm also, I'm typically, I will typically watch dub. Squid Game is one of those things I can't do because the 
fucking lip sync is so off. I legitimately started episode one, heard it, looked back up at my TV, and saw somebody's mouth moving after I already heard their voice. And I was like, I nope, can't do this. So I, I, I haven't finished it yet because I ha I'm gonna have to watch it in uh, sub. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. But dub game all day, man. Dub game all. Day. I just, all right. I just want to hear my own like language when I watch content. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, but outside of that, um, Squid Game. Um, let's talk about Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel episode one. The internet has some thoughts. I have some the thoughts. Internet has thoughts. I'm sure you yeah. have thoughts. Uh, I'll let yes, you take yes. it away. All right. So, Miss Marvel Episode 1 had no reason to be as good as it is. This was a banger. This was a this was a hit. And I'm glad that Marvel thing different visually and also tonally. Like this is good family. I I, I ain't going to say it. it's more Pixar tone. In terms of its audience, it's fun, it's visually pleasing. The actors love the characters that they're playing. Like, it's um, culturally pleasing because I, I grew up with a lot of uh, Muslims in, in my family. And boy, did they hit the checklist. I, I was like, yep. Like, with the whole food thing, like, if you go to um, a Muslim family, and they said, oh, get something to eat. Oh yeah, you, you can't say no. Do not say no, That that's, no, don't do that. <laughs> See, I didn't even grow up in a Muslim, I didn't even grow up in a Muslim environment and like, that's just how my family operated. <laughs> like, especially with my Nana. My Nana was one of those people where like, if you went over to her, my Nana and Papa's house, you weren't, and my Nana was like, oh, are you hungry? Here's some food. Like, if you said no, you essentially just offended her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's pretty much that. Um, Cam Camilla Khan is such a good character. I didn't even mind the changes. So, mm, okay. Lie. This is where we're going to disagree. Uh, uh -oh. I still, uh, I'm still upset at the changes and mind you i'm not a huge kamala khan fan like i'm recently a fan of the character um like the character wasn't written for me like that's not who the character is written for i became yeah, it was a fan for the generation yeah i asked that but i i i enjoy for but... i started becoming a fan of hers after funny funny enough the avengers game where she is primarily a focus throughout the story and just her interactions and her character in that game and that story really made me a fan of her and made me want to go learn more about this character. And one of the things I loved and appreciate about what they did with the Kamala Khan character was so many female superheroes or even female villains in comics have what you would call a pretty superpower. Something that's flashy and beautiful and bright and vibrant. Um, and the fact that Kamala could stretch and she was essentially had polymorph abilities, not being something that is typically seen as a beautiful superpower. Yeah. 
spoke. But we have to. We have to remember. We don't want to be reminded of that t- terrible Inhumans TV show, and remembering. Uh, well, Doctor Strange came out. We spoiled the hell out of it in the previous episode. Bruh. A previous episode that I haven't dropped for reasons. I I will probably drop it soon. Oh, I'll probably no, have it no. come out. Oh 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 oh. Okay. Uh, should I spoil it? I know you can. I I would. I mean, oh. spoiler Man, alert for Doctor Strange that came out last month. If you haven't seen it, it hit like a eight hundred fucking million. It's on Disney Plus this week. Go Is it watch this week? It. Yes, this week. This week. So you have no excuse. Uh, the leader of the Inhumans had his brain blown. Like, that's how much Kevin Feige hates <laughs> Yeah, he didn't even want to do that show. He was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to touch the Inhumans. Yeah. Like, nobody... Granted, though, granted, so- though, it doesn't change the fact that, like, Kamala's powers being the way they are in the comics not only are important for her origin and finding herself as a superhero, but just speak volumes because it shows that not every female superhero has to have some flashy superpower like Carol Danvers, or even like the Scarlet Witch, or even like Zatanna. Like, Zatanna and Scarlet Witch are some of my favorite female comic book characters. Zatanna is like probably my favorite female comic book character ever. And like, even then... They have very pretty superpowers. They have very sparkly and colorful superpowers. Kamala not having that is very important for just um, breaking that chain and breaking that link. And also the fact that like she uses, she emerges after getting her superpowers from the Terrigen Mist as a white hair or blonde-haired white woman with blue eyes. And she has to go through this journey of self-discovery and realizing that little brown girls that look like her can be superheroes as well. Like, it's very integral. It does look like they are still trying to bring that kind of integral um, storyline to her in the MCU. Um, They've been trying to. We we, we never know. Like, it's it's just the first episode, though. We, We still got several episodes actually i think it's supposed to be nine episodes is it i thought it was eight. Oh, yeah like we we got a lot more episodes. we have more time with the characters and um the appearance of damage control from no way home show up so we already know they're going to be delightful to see again um yeah that was um that was a surprise uh was not expecting that. Uh, I see the most popular theory right now on the internet is that he's a scroll, which could be very interesting, setting up kind of the you know. both secret invasion and what could possibly be the story for the Marvels, which comes out next summer. Uh, yeah, and personally, I think that what they do the original Captain Marvel with the Kree and stuff, and I guess that makes Carol. I know a lot of people don't like that because the Nega Band is uh, crazy concepts. And you know what? I just enjoy the show for what it is. It, the first episode was great. Hopefully the next episodes will continue to be solid. And I'm going to just edit on that. Dare I say, need, dare I say, I think... Bro. Miss, we need to talk about the fuckery, bro. 
Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, um, I think, has the best season premiere out of all the Disney Plus shows so far. It's fun. It's lighthearted. We didn't even talk about AvengerCon, which can I get a ticket, please? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to AvengerCon. Um, but yeah, no, Miss Marvel is wonderful. I'm so I'm so excited for more episodes of this show. Amon Vellani is a delight, and she is like a little sister to me now. If any of you motherfuckers on the internet threaten her or anything, I will fight you. Yeah, and plus she argued that the 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 Earth number on that show six one six. No, she knows her comics, bro. Yeah. You recently were saying that that's not six one six. Yeah. So yeah, she she's great. You you internet nerds are not gonna run her off this time. Like you you you, you did it with um, Daisy Ridley and um, Kelly Marie Tran, who I adore, and it's part of my mommy step on me list. Hey, don't judge me. He's cute. No judgment. But, we don't kink shame. Yeah, we don't kink shame. Well, I don't want her to step on me. I just want to. Hold <laughs> I just want her to hold me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hold me list. <laughs> the hold me list. Right. The whole That'll be another that. shirt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, let's get to the fuck shit, bro. Like, uh, which one do you want to start with? Let's get let's get the two pieces shits out of here first. I I just I want to get done talking about Amber Heard. I'm so done with her. Johnny won justice for Johnny. Thank you. Oh, uh, we love it. We'd love to see it. Um. All you people who are against Johnny Depp, I legit want to ask you why. Um, I mean, Johnny Depp sucks, but he sucks less. I love Johnny Depp, though. I, I know. genuinely love that man. It's an actor, but I mean, like, it did re- he's had a, he's had a trouble. You know. he, I mean, him and Robert Downey Jr. both have had like trouble past. That's for sure. But I yeah. think I think they've both I also they done a lot gets- and proven a lot to change themselves in the. That, that's pretty much true. Um, I hope Johnny Depp gets some help, and hopefully he can make a full recovery and make a good comeback. Um. But yeah, Amber Heard has reportedly been removed from Aquaman 2. You know what? Good riddance. Um, hopefully we get more... Um, uh, not Danny DeVio, but... Uh, but, uh, you know, we get more uh, Green Goblin, William Dafoe. We get more William Dafoe. William Dafoe was great in the first Aquaman. Also, I just want to say this. Like, WB, if you're trying to course correct this late like fuck off <laughs> i'm sorry like i want a job with you in the future so i'm sorry but like at the same time what you did is royally fucked up they specifically said we're not sp- we're not picking sides in this and then proceeded to only fire depp from two of their big franchises and amber heard got to keep her job so this kind of just feels wrong in a way. 
It feels like them trying to be like, no, guys, look, we're on the right side of history. I mean, WB's been um, been having some trouble for a while, and I guess uh, I guess they're trying to course. How are they gonna course correct with the next thing? The Hawaiian Minutes. <laughs> Ezra Miller. And Hawaii, bro. I'm going to try to be as respectful as possible, and I'm going to try to refer to Ezra Miller as they, them. Yes. Because they, they are yeah. non-binary. I may slip or up. the Hawaii Menace, you could say. Yeah, or the Hawaiian Menace. Um, Hawaiian slash Menace. I just want to say, I may slip up if I say he or him. I don't mean anything by it. It's just... It's Pride Month, man. Don't, don't fumble... Don't don't fumble, man. It's Pride Month. Don't fumble on Month. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just want to make that clear. Like I I will do my best to respect Ezra Miller. Just say Hawaiian Menace. <laughs> pride. The Hawaiian Menace, bro. How uh, can you be a menace in Hawaii, bro? I don't know what's. I hope they take care of themselves. That's so, Hawaiian Menace, and he's missing that. Boy so i just because it also came out recently that he has been grooming a girl since she was what 14 what oh hell no like oh, i i just no. don't understand like listen i get it you're not going to go back and reshoot all of the flash movie i wouldn't expect any studio to go back and reshoot their entire movie the only time i've seen a movie do something like that with a prominent actor is for kevin spacey yeah, and I think that I think And w even then what they did was kind of insane on a production scale. Like Yeah. Because he wasn't he didn't have a small role in that. The only difference between Kevin Spacey in that movie and the Ezra Miller in this movie is that they are legitimately the lead actor. You would have to reshoot your entire movie. And WB's not about to completely scrap and reshoot their entire movie and waste that much money like it's just not feasible it's not a good business practice to do so i get that but i don't understand why you can't just come out and be like you know what we tried to give them a chance they didn't want to take that or they didn't want to listen and they are no longer going to play our flash that you will the last time you see Ezra miller as the Flash in the DCEU will be next year's The Flash. Man, Ezra, the menace. He, he's in Hawaii having a... He's doing <laughs> fuck shit. He's doing fuck shit. Yeah. Like, there is no, like, he, way he, around he it. It's GTA, man. I don't know. Maybe he thinks everything... God damn it! All fucked up. Rewind. Um, the Hawaiian menace... Sorry for the wrong pronouns. Hawaiian menace that um is out here with a hood safari. There we go. Hopefully you'll cut that out and just do Hawaiian menace as their pronouns. I hope I can get. I, I hope I can even get this episode edited before I leave for Dallas. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, this will probably be. But I'm I'm done I'm ta I'm done talking about these two pieces of shit <laughs> I really am I yeah, I don't good there's two good things that actually happened 
Um, our boy, Kid Cuddy, <sighs> the Rangers, we finally get a first look of Intergalactic, the film. Actually, and- I didn't know that happened. Hold on. Let me, while you're talking, yeah. let me. So, Kid Cuddy um, released a trailer for Intergalactic, uh, which is also an album, which features. Um, Ty Dolla Sign and Tiana Taylor, the greatness that they are, and uh, the cast is pretty solid. They had the production team that did Spider-Man uh, Enter the Spider-Verse, so stylistically, it, it's like that movie, but with Kid Cudi. And he released his first single off that movie slash album called I Do What I Want, and it's pretty catchy. I, I just mumble the words because a lot of Kid Cudi people wouldn't look at you wrong for that. And Nomad is catching up. He's catching up to the vibe. He's catching the Kid Cudi um, vibe. And I'm not gonna... The, the names. The names that he has in this are insane. Yeah. Like, he, he put a budget. This is album have budget. I don't know if he signed to a major label now or what, but man, it feels good to hear a Kid Cudi album without kind. Let's just say that. It's good to hear a liberated Kid Cudi, Kanye West. And the good news is it's not going to sound like uh, that awful rock album. We don't talk about that album. <laughs> what? What album? Yeah, we don't talk about that rock album. Beavis a Butthead. You remember that album? Oh yeah, no, I remember it. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> um, no, this looks incredible. The animation is fucking great. Yeah, it's into the Spider Verse point five, and it's a love story. How many love like, stories? Do you Ty Dollar Sign, Vanessa Hudgens, Timothy Chalamet, like Keith David. Yeah, our boy Look. Keith David, man, who just celebrated his birthday last week. Yeah. 62 years old, bro. Wow, I can't wait for that. It said, oh, we don't have a release date. They just said coming to, only on Netflix this fall. Yeah, so. this fall. That's not a long wait. We'll, we'll obviously talk about that when it drops. Yeah, it's a love story. Kid Cudi. Of course it is. It's Kid Cut. Yeah. Of course he, of course he's making a love story. Yeah, and we'll we'll hum it we'll hum along with the song. Before we bring oh, it back yeah. to Marvel, keeping it on the Netflix train. Yeah, um, the Netflix train. Uh, Tim, Burton, Tim Burton that lovely, lovely man Tim Burton made Batman back in the day with Michael Keaton himself. Has been working on a uh, spinoff to the Adams Family. Yeah, with Tuesday, we actually had a reveal of the particular character and what that's going to be about. That's super interesting that we're getting a. Like, I would love to see a cousin in spinoff. Um, I would love to see an Uncle Fester spinoff. Uh, oh that, yeah, where he's yeah. not where he's not killing gods and fighting <laughs> Thor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I I don't know. I The Adams Family has never been like top of my list on anything. I remember watching it as a kid. 
I don't remember the second one that well. Um, and so, like, my my relationship with the Adams family really doesn't go that deep. And I think it's just going to be one of those things. I'll probably watch it and see and uh, take it at face value for what it is. Yeah. It's Tim Burton, so I know it's going to be some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, it will be the top tier um, Tim Burton because the Addams Family is is definitely an aesthetically pleasing to his style. But, you know, he also did Mars Attack. That movie was terrible. But let me ask you this, Aaron. Do you think this is something that needed to happen? Uh, I mean, we we've just been had saying a- we've been saying. I also want to say we've been saying Tuesday. It's Wednesday, Adams. We're st- it's we're, Wednesday. Wait, yeah, wait, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Adams. We're fucking stupid. Oh my uh, god! Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Yes, it is. Oh my god. I can't believe it. Jesus. We fucked up. Oh, they even showed a trailer, a little, a little trailer. Cool. With, um, with thing in it. So, so we're getting not only Wednesday, we're getting, we're getting the thing. And Jenna Ortega is playing it. Um, oh my God. We get, uh, Catherine Zeta. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Whew. I don't know what she's going to look like in the series, but man, she she was definitely a baddie back in the day. And um, Louise Guzman. We love Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman is great. Um, who else is in the series? Um, Jenna Ortega. She's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday. Yeah, that's, that's good casting. So uh, I don't... I don't really know her for much. I mean, it says she was in Insidious 2 and Iron Man 3. Yeah, she she was in a couple of things. She's but not like, in a lot of projects. I don't know if she really had a big role in either of these, because I don't really remember her. Let's see. Uh... Oh, yeah, she was... In Iron Man 3, she was just the vice president's daughter. So, like, she didn't have a real big role in that one. Um, I don't remember Insidious 2 that well. That's alright. Um, but we got Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's good to see her in more stuff. We haven't seen her in a while, so that's cool. Louise Guzman. We love Louise Guzman. No matter what role he's playing in, he's great. Even if he's a psychic. Even if he's just a cool guy. He's always good. It's going to be a good spinoff. Um, hopefully we'll see Uncle Fester... Because, man, Uncle Fester's a good character. And it's Tim Burton. I don't know, man. Uncle Fester Fester be fucking multiverse hopping right now. Yeah, man. He's about to fight Thor. (laughs) I'm not. I'm never going to get tired of making that joke. But speaking of Marvel. Yes. our Our last bit of news, Aaron. Our last bit of news for the night. This episode's actually gone by pretty well. I think we've yeah, gone through we, a lot of the topics, though. <laughs> yeah, we, we literally just bust right through them because there was so much news that happened. Um, a I little guess. a little project that a lot of fans have been kind of talking about amongst themselves since shows like Falcon and Winter Soldier happened. 
uh, called the Thunderbolts was finally announced to be in production. What uh, what are your thoughts on the Thunderbolts finally coming to uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And well, people we... people are clearly saying like this is their answer to the Suicide Squad, which I get like it's kind of a fair criticism, but the teams are pretty different. But yeah, what are your thoughts? Being as she is, and um, one of the Nomad Gamers, step on me, mommies. Wait, what? Oh, I think we lost you there. Oh, sorry about that. Um, you know, uh, I kind of whispered it. Definitely step on. Who is? Um, Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, she's also yeah. dating Zach Raff, Mr. JD from Scrubs. Really? Mm hmm. Wow. They don't post a lot because a lot of people will send them hate because of their the age gap between the two. Oh, because uh, she scrubs like she's twenty six and Zach Braff is forty seven. He's oh, forty seven. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, okay. I mean Hollywood, hey. But, like, they seem extremely happy together. So, like, as long as they're happy, I don't, I, I don't care. If it was, like, a situation where, like, Zach Braff was dating some, like, underage chick, yeah, I'd have a fucking issue. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, Florence, Florence is pretty cool. You know, I love her little cooking Instagram lives. They're entertaining. It's kind of cool. Um, it's cool to see um, Kurt Russell's son. I'm sorry. I forget his name. Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. It's good to see him in more stuff. I, I like I like him playing out of control on the edge. Oh man, I love Wyatt Russell. He's such a fun, charismatic actor. But watching him in Falcon War Soldier, I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. He plays yeah. it so well. Yeah, he did it so well. Um, who do you think is also going to show up in the Thunderbolt? Abomination. Um, We've yeah, like, Tim Roth. Yeah, they've definitely been teeing up Tim Roth a lot. He, there's no way he's not in it. Um, so we got, what, yeah. U.S. agent. I think there's, what, normally five or six people in the Thunderbolts? Yeah, Zimmo. We, we got Zimmo. Zimmo was pretty entertaining as well. Yep. So we got um, Yelena, um, U.S. agent, Abomination, Zemo, and... We're, we're probably going to get a couple of random... Ghosts. Ghosts. Cause oh, Ghosts. Her, she, her actor's been teasing that for a minute. And plus, I think she's supposed to be back in, uh, I think. In Quantumania? Yeah, Quantumania. And also, she was the best part of that, um, of that, um, of that, um, Resident Evil movie that came out. She was the best part of that movie. Um, if we get a six-member team, who do you think they would do for a six-member do we even have enough to make six in the MCU? I feel like we always, they always yeah. kill off their villains after one fucking movie. It's always been one of my gripes with the MCU. Who would that six member be? You know what would be crazy? Imagine if Xia Ling came in and was the sixth member. Shang-Chi's sister. She is so integral. Like Who? Nah, I, nah, she's too big of a character. She has way more story to tell through throughout their own series. 
No. No, that not in a team. I don't think she'll play nice. She'll probably <laughs> Who, Jailene? Yeah, Jailene will have them all killed. It wouldn't be too interesting to see them fighting each other. This this is a team that's probably going to do a mission and they fuck up. But what really hurts this project is the passing of Will R.I.P. who passed away um, a little over two months ago. That was big. His death was oh. big. Because William Hurt, he was a legend in Hollywood. He, he, he had a... Just like um, Robert uh, Redfield. Like, they were, like, the guys in Hollywood. They had such a long history in film. And I wish that we were able to get more stuff from William Hurt. Because he, he was enjoyable in Civil War. He was so he happy. He was, Ross he was just, yeah, he was just happy to be back in the MCU, too. After the Incredible Hulk film. Like, he, you could tell he was just so happy to be back. And it was good to see him in Black Widow. It was good to see that character. And now, I don't know how they're going to address... I don't know how they're going to address Chadwick Boseman's passing. I don't know how they're going to... Like, if they if they kill off Black Panther off screen, I'm going to just miss. Like, if they just say Black Panther went to the stars, I, I guess I'll be kind of sort of okay with that. And I, I don't know what they're going to do passing i don't know i hope they do a beautiful dedication like they did with um chadwick i really hope so yeah me too yeah it's just so many ifs ands and questions maybe we'll see more of that maybe we'll get some surprise character theme for a while but i, love I think i th i think if we were going to get six people on the thunderbolts it would have been him as red hulk but I think because he sadly passed away, um, I think we're going to get a five-team lineup, and it'll be Yelena, Zemo, uh, Abomination, Ghost, and uh, John Walker, I think are who it's going to be. And I'm excited. Yeah. I think that, I, I mean, Zemo, to see him back, and if he plays it like he did in Falcon War Soldier, that's going to be a fun performance alone. Um, Florence Pugh is always the delight as Yelena Belova. Um, more abomination I will always take, especially with his redesign, looking, making him look more like his comic book counterpart. Uh, maybe they can finally flesh out Ghost, her character more, because I, I never really cared for her that much in the second Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then, um, yeah, John Walker, I just want to see that man go diving more into insanity yeah Ant-Man's gonna be a crazy movie man you, you're gonna have a movie with Bill Graham and Kane the Conqueror that's that's a crazy movie in of itself but um hopefully we'll get to see more of the MCU and now we're heading towards our questions we only got two questions yes from the so uh this is a new segment that we wanted to I wanted to test out. I put out, make sure you're following Demented Media on Twitter. I will post about it there when we are getting ready to record a new episode. Uh, but we are going to start doing probably, depending on the episode, we'll probably only do about three questions at the end of the episode. And I will put out a tweet through Demented Media 
um, asking for questions. You can ask about anime, video games, movies, etc. Uh, anything really. Yeah. And these questions are pretty hilarious, by the way. And Aaron was able to get two questions. He won't tell me who sent them in. Um, so, yeah. What are what are those questions? All right. And they're both for you, Nomad Gamer. Um, Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We, spo- we both have to answer these. What? We can't yeah. just... Nah, you gotta get it. Yeah, they're both directed towards you because, you know... They, they were like asking those questions. Well, that first one is, uh, let's see. Um, hmm. Trying to think of which one to do first. Um, that first one, I guess the first one we can actually. Da, 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 da. Um, in the episode that I was in, um, was it part of the joke or was it just. Hold on, you, you cut out a little bit. Oh, sorry about that. I'll repeat it once more. Um, so, was the silent partner thing was big old joke throughout the entire episode, and we just had a little fun with it, or was it an actual mess up? Uh, so that was an actual kind of like mess up on the backside of things with OBS. Um, for some reason, the volume between OBS and Discord messed up, and so I became very loud, whereas Aaron became very quiet, and so that's why it's also titled the loud but quiet show. Um, yeah. Hopefully, loud, hopefully it's better now. Uh, I won't really know until post on this episode, but hopefully it's better. And I keep trying to tweak it, and mess with it. That way, Aaron isn't so quiet. But I don't know really what's going on between discord and obs but yeah no it was just a joke um until aaron says something that uh totally pisses me off he will he won't be on the show as not the quiet one hey um yeah that that was actually just a fun little bit and i guess i was something thank you for answering that question anonymous this second one is more directed towards you nomad gamer um so this person asks um who are the ladies that you consider to be on the step on me mommy list? What late? What, oh, what women do I put on that list? Yeah, who who's on your list? Oh, I'm man. like, uh, I can't really answer to this because I don't want nobody to step on me. <laughs> so, I, 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 just, um, I mean, I can be thirsty for a lot of Hollywood women. But um, but I don't want them to step on me. I'm, I just want I have either no, want an autograph or a hug. That, that's, I, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I have no shame when it comes to this because it's all jokes at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so sorry if like any of these women ever hear these episodes. Like, say I make it big one day or something in Hollywood, whatever. Any of these women in Hollywood, if you ever hear this episode and hear me say your name. I sincerely apologize. Um, hey, no problem. <laughs> I'm gonna say the, man. the you, last you're just being a fan. The last woman I put on, the last woman I say is number one. Like Trump, in my book, trumps all other women. In my opinion, is my number one. Um, but obviously, we have to go with mommy herself, Elizabeth Olsen. Um, 
definitely a step on me. Um, oh man, you're probably going to be uh, super hyped when. Because boy, you see a lot of her in that movie. Which movie? Old boy with. Um, oh, Josh old boy. Yeah. yeah, you see a lot of Elizabeth. <laughs> a lot. Um, Karen, uh, Karen Fukuhara, who plays Kimiko in The Boys, uh, definitely a step on me. Uh, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, we just talked about her on last episode when we were talking about la- uh, the Netflix's Avatar Last Airbender. She's playing Kiyoshi in the live action Avatar show. Oh, what? I think it's. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this wrong, guys. I apologize if I mispronounce it, but it, I think it's Yvonne Chapman. Uh, she yeah. can definitely step on me. Uh, I started watching CW's Kung Fu, where she, in, that she's yeah, in. Yeah, she was in Kung Fu, yeah. Uh, she's wonderful in that. Um, she's Yeah, she's on that list for sure. Uh, and last, but certainly not. I mean, there's probably more that I could probably name, but last but not least would be Haley Steinfeld, 1,000%. 10,000% times 10,000. Gwen Stacy slash um, Kate Bishop herself. Or as one of my favorite roles she's ever done in Edge of Seventeen. I fucking love her in that movie. I love that movie. Um, it's just a such a heartwarming coming of age film. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah. No, that's my list. Uh, I, Aaron refuses to tell me who sent that question in. Uh, I yeah. will find you, though. <laughs> we, we already know who it is, but I'm not going to snitch on them. I have a feeling I know, and I will be messaging you after this episode comes out. <laughs> it's not who you expect, either. But I'm going to protect the names of the innocent. We um, may have mentioned them earlier. We we may have mentioned them earlier. You never know. We mentioned so many people earlier. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned so many people in this show. So I mean, like, we'll, we'll just keep it keep it up to the viewer. But hey, it's okay. We all have um, our crushes. We all have our um, little crushes to to the next level to the mommy step or papa step on me if you're into that. Or or, it's or, dead, or it, dead love. If you like that. Or your arrow and you don't love <laughs> Happy Pride Month, guys. Happy Pride Month. I actually wait, this is this is the first episode in June, so happy Pride Month, everybody. Yeah, happy Pride Month. Um, um enjoy that. Um All jokes aside, um, you are seen, you are validated, and uh we love you. Yeah, you guys are love, man. Whatever and... whatever point of your journey you are on, we see you. Also, um, I also want to say this, like, to the people older and 50 in the LGBT community, you guys are valued because there are not a lot of people that are over that age that have made it. No. Especially the ones that survived the HIV pandemic and also boy i cannot imagine pain they had to go and seeing the progress that we made because we made a lot of progress but we still got a long way and there's so many um spectrums of the lgbtq community um we're getting more um people who are gender fluid 
more people who are arrow that don't love nobody asexual we don't love nobody i get it you know what i mean it's good to see people coming out and being their true self and also taking into account their the lifestyle the culture they're valuing the culture and also i'm speaking to the the people of color especially and we gotta we gotta stop erasing those um lgbt community and civil rights movement and um the sexual revolution all those we gotta stop erasing those folks and we gotta value them because they are part of our history part of culture like we just gotta put more love we need more love in general we there's too much hate out here we need people hating out here hating out on greatness That got way too deep, but um, but shout out, shout shouts, shouts out to um, happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. I just I didn't have anything to add. I I just let you go. I didn't. I don't have anything to add to what you said. Yeah, like uh, yeah, we have major love for the LGBTQ community, and hopefully we'll we'll say the correct pronouns because it's changing every day, and hopefully um. Hopefully we'll have more education, have more uh, more progress to having equality for everybody. Because everybody has a fair shot in rules, drawing, career-wise, everybody has a fair shot. And, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm going to stop before I get super deep and make it into a passion stuff. Because nobody I want to hear is the side right now there's so much going on we, we just talk about video games and having um actresses stepping on us or actors stepping on us. Haley steinfeld i want to apologize deeply i'm very sorry um i love you and yeah be careful <laughs> man because she might say yes and she might have listen listen <laughs> i'm going to say this right now i'm gonna fucking regret saying this if she said yes, just for the pure memes of it, I would allow it to happen. With cleats, bro? Oh, with oh, cleats? She... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't hear the cleats part. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I hear said, the. I didn't need he... to do it, but she wants to put on cleats. That's. I I did not hear cleats. Uh, if it's cleats, hell no. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta value yourself, man. You can't allow any actress. Yeah, no, I didn't hear cleats. I didn't hear cleats. Yeah, or heels, like, oops. Nope. Ooh, something's getting punctured. That's going to hurt. Nope, I'm good. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. That's our news. That's our questions. Remember, I will always put out a tweet before the recording of each episode. A few days before the recording, saying, "Hey, oh, we're oh, getting rid of Cuddy." Happy Juneteenth, Black people! Happy Juneteenth! Oh yeah, we probably won't have an episode until like, holiday, guys. Yeah. We happy did. Juneteenth. Happy first official Juneteenth as a federal holiday. It's a day off. You know what? Small victories.
now we can end the episode. That was a. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's our news. Those are the questions for this episode. Uh, I will find out who sent in that question. Uh, stop trying to expose me on my own show. Um, Aaron, what are your closing statements for this episode? Um, don't be an asshole. Drink water. and uh, It's okay to not be okay. Um, love yourself because there's so much hate in the world. And uh, capitalism kind of sucks. Um, hopefully people start to realize that and um, choose you at the end of the day because you're your best bet instead of random dudes on the internet. Unless it's TBH. I mean, TBH got the Hey, yo, Aaron, um, I, I think I think I've had enough Twitter for the night. <laughs> oh, man, what does this say now? Does, what, what did Twitter say? Oh, I, think I think I'm done. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. You know, breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. I don't know if it's breaking news. Oh, um, there's this Avatar Last Bender discourse. What happened? Let me see what happened. We just mentioned that, too. What is the discourse? Let me guess. They may aim black. No, 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 no. Check, check your Discord. Check your Discord. Check your Discord. Oh, okay. Change the Discord. Hold up. All right. Uh... video place that place that there oh hell no hell no <laughs> i mean i, I mean eventually eventually man no no <laughs> uh eventually we'll have video ep- video versions of the podcast on youtube it's just a matter of like editing and stuff and with work and these other projects i don't know if i can really do that right now but i do plan on going back and getting footage and putting up old episodes on youtube along with new episodes yeah because they gotta see the contents um but yeah uh uh, can't believe i saw that during this recording that kind of killed my momentum my closing passionate speech right my closing statement for this episode of the Monday Cast are, yeah, stay hydrated, drink your water, wear your mask, wash your ass. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at the Nomad Gamer. You can follow Demento Media at Demento Media. Follow our rewatch show. Uh, it's at our Watchcast. Um, you can follow Aaron on Twitter at ADP Sketches. Okay. He's also available on Instagram. We're available on Instagram. Um, rate the show five stars, Apple and Spotify. And support us on Patreon. So yeah. we can start making even more dope content. Help yeah. me get, help me get out of the oppressive nature of working a nine to five. So yes, I can make uh, content. Give me a PS5. Give me a PS5. And Aaron needs a PS5. Yeah, give me a PS5. Give me PS5. and my girlfriend a PS5. That way he can finally play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes, and uh, and uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine and 
all those fantastic games. Or give me a Hey, Aaron, if you don't have a PS5 by the time Wolverine comes out, there's a bigger, deeper issue going on. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, we haven't fumbled the Microsoft, so cut the check, Microsoft. Microsoft, let me show. Let me show for you. I will I will tell people to subscribe to Game Pass, not even on the show, but in my real life if you cut that check. Cut that check. We'll have little Dicky on there, and he'll have us. We'll have him wrap the, you know, Dementor Cast has Game Pass, man. We'll have him wrap <laughs> it on there. Will that make you happy, Microsoft? We will do it. <laughs> um, I will have a T-shirt that says "Microsoft loves me." <laughs> Bill Gates is my friend. But I'm not gonna have Bill Gates is my friend. I'm gonna have a. Bill Gates is my papa. <laughs> um, that has been <laughs> it. That has been it for this episode of Mega Cast. Thank you so much for sticking around <laughs> with us, and uh, we will see you very soon. Till next time, peace. Peace. Thank you.